Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> this is the Black Millennium Marriage Podcast. I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. And this is episode 79, This Email. Yeah. Before we get into it, uh, into what this episode is about, we want to say that we have one more episode to go after this one before the end of the year. Yep. How you feeling about that? Ready. I'm feeling ready. <laughs> and before the end of this season, um, our last episode in December will go into further detail, but we wanted to continue to give y'all a heads up as we go along. Yeah. Um, in terms of our call to action, be sure to check out our website, blackmillennialmarriage.com. We are now and still available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Rate us. Five stars, please. We've been getting a lot of great reviews and ratings on iTunes. Um, iTunes mainly, that's where we see it, and we're really appreciative, and we hope that y'all continue to do so, because yeah. it helps. Um, yeah, follow us on social media platforms, on Instagram, we are... Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are... Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are... At underscore the Chapmans. Leave us a voicemail at 770-750-4098. That's 770-750-4098. And your voicemail could be played on our podcast. Do we have a voicemail for this one? We don't. And it's only because the person who called in um, from Orlando left the voicemail and it was really nice for what we could hear, but it kept breaking in and out. So there was no way we could actually put it on the podcast. So if it wasn't you really... called yeah. from Orlando and you're hearing this, and I believe it was a woman. Yes. Not trying to assume a gender, but if <laughs> yes, it was you, it was a I think she had please leave us a voicemail again. Yeah, because we would like to play it or just hear your thoughts because we couldn't really. And we don't we do have some emails, but we're going to save those for the next episode because we don't want to get those emails and this email confused. <laughs> we want to try to separate. We just want a separation of church and state. Yeah, can I be honest for a second before we get into this honesty? Okay. Last night bothered me a little bit. Okay. For reasons that we've already discussed and we're going to get into. Yes. But um, I think it's really interesting the conversations that can come when you just like start sitting next to each other. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't been in each other's space much this year like that mm-hmm. to where we can just talk again. And I think we're like we've been getting back into that. I don't know. Like that that realm. I don't know how else to like put it. Okay. Where we just like sit next to each other and then we start having discussions about, you know, something you might have seen on social media or life or something other than builds and plans for, you know, upcoming weeks. Mm-hmm. And like this email, while I ain't gonna say troubling. It was, um, <laughs> it was odd. It was odd. Unexpected. While odd, definitely, um, it was nice to talk to you. Yeah. I think that we got some things out. That we should have gotten out. And we are learning just like y'all. Okay? We are not uh, a... <laughs> We're not done We're talking. not done. We're not done. Even though I really wish we could be. Yeah. But that's marriage. Imagine if you hadn't been having the conversation that you should have been having for 10 years. You know? Just... Right. All right. So we'll get into that. Um, so without further ado, we yeah. hope you enjoy. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach the mother, father, how to reach the father. I would equal. And we're back. 
We're back. This episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash BMM and browse the unmatched selections of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash BMM to get started today. If you need some book recommendations, I got you. The Witcher series is on Audible. And if you've seen the first season on Netflix like I have, you'll probably also want to read the book. But again, you don't have to download these selections. Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash BMM. Again, that's Audible audibletrial.com slash bmm for your free audiobook that was beautiful <laughs> you have like a really great voice thank you i think you were made to pod do you and i was made to assist mikey mikey this is not <laughs> what do you mean assist we're a team okay like batman and robin no we're and i'm batman. alfred you're just a batman from <laughs> you're batman you're... just robin and i'm alfred no. And I'm Alfred Batman. is a key piece of the team. I'm Batman. Uh-huh. Um, what's the George, what's his name? George Clooney. Mm-hmm. And you're Batman, the one you don't like. Absolutely not. You will not put Batman. Christian Bale. I'm, no, I'm no. He's a good Batman, right? No. no We're both not. Batman. We can't both be Batman. Why we can't? Batman can be anybody. There's only one that's not true. Batman There's only can one be Batman. Anybody. That was the whole point of the last movie was that anybody can't be. Anyway, we're both Batman. You're not you. an assistant. This was not part of this plan of this episode. Okay, so, <laughs> go ahead. All right. Where we leave off? Okay, in this episode, we are going to talk about an email we received from a listener that sparked a big conversation and got us thinking a lot about people and our marriage. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up with a fight or flight at the end and end it off with some always appreciated PDA. But first, we have to start off with a love story. And this week, my beautiful wife is going to... Share one for us. Yes. So the love story is on me. A listener actually tagged me in this love story on Instagram because y'all get me. And her tag is Desi underscore Shamo. And she tagged it. She tagged the Black Millionaire Marriage podcast to, on the Hollywood Unlocked page because it was a story that they were featuring. And she was like, Randy, this is like right up your alley. And she was absolutely positive. 100% correct. Right. And it took me not having to do any research. So I really appreciate you girl so this before she gets started thank you for whoever is about to help me out so i ain't got to do no research next episode this love story what's up um a couple who are married for 70 years die 20 minutes apart mm. y'all know i'm into this sounds like a regular randy love story. y'all know i'm into this so it is on the hollywood unlocked but i actually wanted to read the whole thing and that is on another like new site and i'm trying to find the name but they don't have the best website we're just not gonna <laughs> michigan live okay yes um walk us through it jackson michigan um so les and frida austin did everything together they were married in 1949 and their skills and hobbies complemented one another like the jigsaw puzzles they meticulously pieced together like batman and robin Frida loved cooking and baking and had more than a thousand cookbooks. She'd make her famous chocolate chip cookies and sour cream cookies, and Les would eat them as fast as she could bake them. Um, it goes on to say that on Friday, December 6th, the pair of 90-year-olds went into hospice together. We all know that hospice, you don't usually 
come out of hospice. So they went in together. Less than Frida died the next day, 20 minutes apart, in bedsides, in beds, side by side. Excuse me. They, their daughter said they did everything together. They didn't stop with death. I think they knew each other were about to pass and they are eternally together. And I think it's just beautiful. Les died first, though Frida wasn't conscious. Family members said her eyebrows sunk down as life left their bodies. Their heads fell in the direction of each other. If they had to go, this way was about as romantic as you could get, their son said. Les and Frida had two children, four grandchildren, and eight great-grandchildren. Les grew up in Mason, and Frida was raised in Holt. But they lived together in their Jackson home up, up until recent weeks. They celebrated their 70th anniversary in November. Family members described the couple as great role models. They were people who led by example. Les retired as a sergeant with the Michigan State Police, where he started the crash reconstruction program using science to decipher details about vehicle crashes. And Frida was a manager at Braille Dry Cleaning in Jackson. They were actually introduced in high school by a mutual friend, and their first date was prom. Family was important to Les and Frida. They encouraged their children's interests, going as far as both becoming chaperones while their kids were in band camp. They loved camping. Um, and they just did everything together. And it goes on to say that they stayed together for obviously 70 years, but they did have some strife, especially when Les enrolled in the Korean War without telling Frida. I don't know. Which sound like... What does it sound like, Randy? It sounds like what y'all do. So, um, but oh, they okay. made it work and they stayed together and they died together. And that is the story of Les and Frida. And I hope I said her name right. There's no I in it. So maybe Freda, Lesson Freda. Okay. And their funeral is on Tuesday. So I'm assuming this was a few weeks ago or maybe last week because it came out on the 6th. That's so yeah. crazy. That huh. is their, it came out on the 14th. Sorry. And so, yeah, it was actually probably pretty, pretty recent. So they, they passed like in the notebook. Yes. But I think in the notebook it happened quicker. No. I don't remember the entire movie. I love the notebook. Honest. I but I really love Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. I like Rachel McAdams. That was actually a good story, man. Thank you. That's how you think we're going to go? Yeah, I already, we've already discussed this. This is what it is. True. I got to go first. And you can come right Why after. you got to go first? Less did. <sighs> she was unconscious. So that's the only way it's going to work. All right. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, that's the love story. And I chose it mainly because the listener helped me out. Thank you so much. And because I thought it was very beautiful. And, you know... I just love hearing about happy marriages and old people dying when they're old, you know, and not like these people dying young and mm-hmm. tragic and sad. You know, sometimes it's nice to know that somebody can live a little longer with somebody. I think the the bigger part about that story that you told is they were together 70 years. Yep. That's a wild number. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it sounds like a big number, but that's a that's a long time. You say that every time. Because those numbers are Every different. Every time you say the exact same Randy, thing. Randy, I'm just saying. We can pull snippets of you saying the Gather exact them. same thing. I'm curious to see you said all what the it sounds like. Anything over 10, that's a long time. That's a long time. <laughs> because You say the same thing. <laughs> not over 10. When you start getting into those 30, like, 40. You say it every. Anybody longer than us. <laughs> You, you don't just, think that's just, a long time? Babe. <laughs> I think it's impressive. It what? Is. No, it is. You don't think it's... I think it's impressive. It is. All I'm saying is... It's every time I think it's impressive, I say it's impressive? Yes. Oh. 
<laughs> All right, go ahead. All right. We're going to get into our main topic. Yes, we are. The email. The um, email. So. <laughs> okay, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, babe. All right. Yeah. We're going to be mature. Baby, just read I'm it. I'm going to be mature. So we got some listener feedback that inspired a very real conversation that we haven't been having over the last 10 years, um, which we're going to dive into. Yeah. Uh, the email was from a listener who will remain anonymous, but it was a little crazy. We're going to get into why. Yeah. I don't know why you, what are you doing? What I'm just are thinking. You doing? I'm talking. What? Nothing. I love you. So. Love you too. Okay, y'all. So this email, we're just going to get right into it. There was an email. First, first, let's start with this. Y'all know if you have ever emailed us that 10 times out of 10, I'm going to be the one to respond, be the one to respond, but we're both going to always read them. We read them all. And we both believe that anybody who emails us, especially emails us, are really brave people Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it takes a lot to reach out to people that you like, that you don't know. Um, haven't met maybe they are one way on the podcast but one way in the email like y'all don't know what y'all gonna get and so we should start by saying we are not shaming anyone we are yes. not trying to make anyone feel bad which is why we're gonna keep this person anonymous they also yes. sent in a love story we ain't gonna read it because i don't think there's a safe way to keep them anonymous and read this love story and like have this have this conversation that we need to have also while we love our listeners um we know that some of our listeners are capable of uh gang related responses y'all about it about it so <laughs> they'll jump a nigga in some <laughs> so we need to so like we just we don't want no we don't want any no no smoke no smoke on this we just kind of just want then some we probably gonna get a little bit of peace yes so okay so, <laughs> All right, so this is where like it, let's just go okay so essentially i all i so i check our email randomly mm-hmm especially before podcast episodes because we read your responses and your emails so i knew that we were recording soon and that we needed you know an email and i knew that we had a few already lined up but this one was the newest one and so i was like okay cool mikey's at the store drew is asleep so i was about to start making dinner Yes. And so, uh, I had to go to the store to go get some groceries. I come yes. in with the groceries and I and I've already read the bulk of the email and I'm like Randy was acting very strange. I was like, Mikey, everything's fine, but I didn't talk to you. It was a little odd. It was He's you like, were acting like somebody you? died, but your face didn't show like, somebody like, What's died. Wrong with you? And I just bust out laughing. And he's like, No, Randy, for real, tell me. And I was like, Well, somebody said they want to fuck me. He goes, Wait, what? <laughs> What'd you say? And I was like, well, I got this email. We got this email. And it was like, I want to fuck. I, I, in quotes, not just me being vulgar and cursing. Uh uh I want to fuck Randy. Yeah. And at first, I mean, we went through a list of things. At first, we thought it was a bot. But it was. That wasn't not. First thought was, that's bold. I mean, the more we read, it was like, oh, maybe this is. A bot. A bot. Mikey's Googling the state and the city. I'm like, Mikey, the place exists. Like, yo, it's a small town, but it's real. Um, It was it was uh, a lot. and But it actually turned into, like, a very emotional conversation. Mm-hmm. And one that we needed to have. But also, it was like, we absolutely, positively have to do an episode about this, which is why this episode may be late. Like, it's Sunday. We're recording this today because it happened last night sometimes you just got to talk about stuff yeah as it comes up and with y'all because i think that this is important to share one because 
this some crazy shit two because we just it was like we can, i don't even know there's so much so maybe we can get into it okay anyway so before you listen to this episode if you have not listened to the threesome or not episode or the is this libido maybe go back and listen go to, listen to those two real quick um or skim to try to remember what we were talking about because because i haven't listened to threesome or in a while i've listened to it twice mm-hmm. should we do an updated version no, I think we feel the exact same. Do we? Mikey. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Dude, come on. Okay. What? What? I think we feel the exact same. Do you not feel the same? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, Mike, this is not... Are you serious? Just trying to sprinkle in some banter. Don't. Go ahead. No problem. Go ahead. So what's next? Don't. I don't know. What do you... Do you want to read the email? No. You my, oh wait! Oh, I saw. Okay, I read that different. Mikey read the email. So I read the email when I got home, and I stopped at the point where this young lady propositioned my wife, and I was <laughs> it's just. Not it's that's what happened. I mean, notice what happened. It was mad emojis. So we. <laughs> okay, so we're just gonna. Get, so the part that so basically the the backstory is for this email is she had. She's a former Patreon supporter. Mm-hmm. She didn't have the coins. Stopped after a while, which is what happens. That is like, that's Patreon from what we hear. And, and then people come back too, yeah, which is always nice. From what we've experienced. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay. Spotify restarted the playlist for her. And so she ended up restarting our podcast over, which is what some of y'all do. Y'all re-listen to old episodes. Even we do that. Mm-hmm. Or me more so because Mikey don't listen to his old work. So Sometimes you just got to lie. Um, so I listen to our old episodes. And anyway, she had come into the first five, which we used to promote all the time because that was like, this is, this encompasses our whole relationship Mm -hmm. or like a good foundation. And so she, she was going through the email, she, the podcast she listened to, and then she got to threesome or not episode. And so we'll start the email from there. So her email says, first of all, let me also say that y'all know I have brought up the spelling of my name multiple times. And I stopped at one point because it seems futile. Because y'all don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm either going, I mean, like, y'all gonna spell my name how you want. But the thing that just blows me about this email is my name is never spelled right. But it is spelled differently multiple and times. And then by the time the email's over, I've lost more, still, like, more words. Letters. So, like, gotcha. my name is not even. Brand. So, this could not even be to me. I just say that. <laughs> that is so, definitely be you. Anyway. But can you want to go ahead and clarify just one last time before the new year? My name is R-A-N-D-I-E. Randi. Randi. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's get started. Her email said, the, the, okay, threesome or not, I felt too seen by Randy without the E because she listens to all these sex podcasts and girl, I do too. I actually haven't listened to Horrible Decisions in a long time. Though I still but back love then, Mandy and Wheezy. Yeah. Back a- last year, did all the time, you know. But um, Maybe we should check both. back in and see how those are going. I haven't listened to them. And- yeah. I still oh, follow them and stuff because they're foolish. But yes. I haven't actually listened to an episode in a while. Um, sex talks clearly translate to y'all's podcast, but with the married person's point of view point of view and y'all stay positive about sex with each other it seems which is amazing have y'all ever had a bad sex experience have the lines ever been blurred between you but sex happened anyways so at this point um so there was a chunk of stuff before this part of the email but i did stop there because um you know it was a good question yeah mikey wondered i mean and yeah 
we, you know, we've talked about, we talk about sex often because we're comfortable talking about it. Because and we have married, it. And we have it. It's a thing that happens. And people should be having it, you know, in a safe. Absolutely. Um, but the conversation went like, you know, I was like, well, you know, well, have we? Have you ever had a, a moment where there was like lines blurred and you didn't, um, and you, you know, it wasn't the best experience. And you was like, yeah, in our apartment. There was only one, but yes. There's one. Um, and I vaguely remembered it when me and Randy started talking about it. And I just kind of started getting sad at that point. It was, was our like, first Damn. year of marriage. With, this is like an underlying. Sorry, go no, ahead. Go you started getting sad. Go ahead. Oh, this is like, yes. I mean, this conversation is just the underlying theme of. That conversation is underlying theme of the conversation we had after the email. Yeah, I know. I was just laying it. I, no, I know. I'm just saying. Yeah. So we started. So I started, you know, asking about why, um, why she. So you want to talk about the situation? Do you we got to get like in depth about it? I don't think there's much. There was a time where we had sex and Randy didn't want to have sex, but we ended up having sex anyway. Yes. And the reason for that being was Randy thought that I thought Randy wanted it, but she didn't want it. But she did it because she thought I wanted it. Like it was one of those things where and we had we just, just argued. That's part, yeah. that's the reason I wasn't in the mood. Like we were we we were not. It wasn't <sighs> like one of those arguments where everything is hot. And now we having sex. It was just it, it was, it was an argument. like argument turn over or lay on your back. I can't even remember how we did it. It I was our first year of marriage. Either. Nothing was right. Okay. <laughs> it's not funny. It's absolutely not funny. And to but, be clear, while we were having this conversation, there was no laughter. Yeah, I was extremely sad. Um, and I hadn't voiced to him. I just kind of like we've we've never talked about this. Um, and and this I thought was of, a lot of long years. This is a long time ago. Yeah, first year of marriage. Three different moves ago. Um, yeah, we have moved a few times. Yeah. And so that conversation led to all right. Finishing. This let's email. just keep reading. Yeah. You know? Um. Okay. So back to the email. The thing I noticed was once y'all decided that maybe no men in y'all's threesome, the conversation turned into a conversation about what Randy may desire sexually someday. However, because the word threesomes was a title, Mikey kept she spoke. <laughs> Mikey kept talking like he should be involved in all of Rand's sexual experiences. It turned into what Randy wants. Mikey is good, but Randy and other women who got married and realized that married sex is only one type of sex and we get bored and might desire more wow yes more so frightening women's desires particularly sexual ones so this part i said i, th- I think we need to have a conversation um i was like did i completely ignore something where you said you wanted something sexually we can talk about this after i finish okay. i'm almost finished <laughs> go ahead randy did not state this i repeat Randy did not state this, but by the end of the episode, Randy made it seem like she does want to have different sexual experiences someday. This is what I got from the episode. This has been my experience, too. It's not a scary or bad thing. Randy, I love that you have a masturbation practice and talk about it. Okay, so when we got to the part where y'all said no men, maybe Randy would just want an experience with other women. Mikey popped in and said he would obviously clearly get to be present. The conversation was not about threesomes anymore. It was about Randy expressing her desires, desires of having sexual experiences with other people, and it would be for her and her only, and perhaps with another her. I hate when everything needs to be for male pleasure and male gaze. I had just listened to your libido is back episode and then I hear the threesome episode. Randy's message in both was women need sexual pleasure, period. And it's not always for men. It shouldn't be and it's just not. It's on the same level as all people's sexuality. Uh, what I am saying, Randy, is that I want to create a red tent with you. 
invite women of your podcast community. We will discuss our masturbation practices, how, when, why, and with what. We will talk about and share sex stories of pleasure and pain and heartbreak in our own marriages. Yes, I have a story for all of the above. And then, Randy, if you will have me, I want... <laughs> I'm sorry. Then, Randy, if you will have me, I want to fuck you. <laughs> See. Black heart, wave, rose, volcano, turtle. The emojis. I think we'd be great one night stand duo. Yes, let's talk and get to know each other for however long. No rushing. When I started to hear a deeper message in these podcast episodes, I really thought, well, fuck it. I'll have sex with you. Because of shame and general cluelessness and nervousness, I have missed out and froze up in my past younger selves opportunities with other girls that casually came into my life in the far past. Show Mikey this long email. Get his blessing. I'm half kidding and half serious. I'm sure as y'all get more popular, this sort of thing will keep popping up for both of (laughs) y'all. There were an additional three pages to this email. But we thought that this was, this is where the conversation took a different turn for us. So first, let's get into our initial thoughts after reading this. You go first. Ah, no, first. I mean, sure, Lee. What do you want? Yeah, you go first. What was your uh, first initial thought? My first initial thought was, I wrote this down. First initial thought was, what the fuck? Okay. I was really thrown. And I was like, which brings me to my second thought, but I, we can okay. go. So my first thought was, <laughs> niggas is wildin'. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I, I was very confused. I said, um, I was like, this is dirty macking. Like she's trying to like throw me under the bus so she can get at you. I was like, that's like, that's the old way of trying to get somebody. Um, I was like, maybe this is a nigga. Like it was just, no. it was different. I said, okay. Well, yeah. But then it led to my second thought, which you can go ahead. What was yours? My second thought was, this is a con to having a podcast. We talk about mm. our, we have these production meetings so that when we do record, we aren't out here just wilding, using crazy language, not organized, not having our thoughts clear. Our production meetings are long. They're mm-hmm. sometimes are short, especially like if there's a list episode and we don't know what the other is saying or if there's a game, like, you know, those are a little bit more easier to do. But when we're actually bringing like real content that requires both of us to like express ourselves well and to not and to fight clean if it's like one of those types we we work really hard at our meetings and if you're on patreon you see these notes so Mm -hmm. like it's a thing and so for me it was like this is one of the cons of having a podcast and for being comfortable expressing myself because we lose control when we put it out there because people are allowed to it's open to interpretation right and to come up with these perspectives and these thoughts that aren't true and real. And I really, my first reaction was to shrink. Like, I really just wanted to go hide somewhere. And that's what, that's <laughs> the like, energy she was given when I came I was home. like, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> like, this so was, this initially I make jokes, right? I'm like, this oh, okay. Fine. So what you going to do? This you, was you gonna, fine. <laughs> but I really think that. We should probably stop that's, doing that's a podcast. the podcast. That's the podcast. Throw the whole thing away because Why? this cannot be. What do you mean? As you get more popular, people will don't do that. Why don't, not? Don't email this crazy shit. You don't want no groupie hoes, Mikey. 
I'm no. seriously asking the question. No. <laughs> and can you not use humor to deflect? How <laughs> you feeling? Yes, ma'am. What is your your second initial take? That led me to my second thought. Which was? I I think that there's truth. There's like a, a small percentage of truth in everything. Okay. Like, um. So my thought was, if this perspective is exists, then maybe is there possibly something that I'm not paying attention to with my wife? Um, so, and I was yeah. thinking back to the episode. I was like, did I miss something? Um, is there something that my wife has been like desiring or wanting? And am I missing something that you're trying to tell me? And I got, I, you know, I got concerned. I was like, huh, even if it's not this, there's a chance that there may be something. So I was mm-hmm. like, let's just talk. Like, what, what am I not, what am I not seeing? So, right. So Mikey asked me, is there something sexually you want that you don't feel comfortable asking me? And I was like, absolutely not. We really have a healthy sexual communication when it concerns things we like, things we want. Which I thought until she said, "It sounds like obviously Mikey trying to put his male like, gaze on you." <laughs> I don't know, Mikey. <sighs> I'm serious. I, we are talking. Let's just we're, we're potting. Go ahead. Um, I mean, what do you want me to say? I'm confused. <laughs> what do you want me to say? What was your response to you? Yeah, no, I told you no. There's not, but you were like, well, is there something? And then I was like, what? Randy said no. And I was like, okay, I believed you. I believed that there was nothing sexually because again, but then I'm like, but. There's not really much Mikey will say no. There's to. one thing. I was, there's just one, one thing. thing one, I'm just not, not touching my butt. That's it. That's all, that's all we got. <laughs> He'll let me bite his little butt cheek, but I can't do nothing else. Nah, that's a nice, you know, feels good. Yeah. He won't let me do nothing else. That's it. Not that I want to because I know too much. But that's just one of the things <laughs> that he has been really out about. But anything else is like So there's I don't feel time and place, right. you know? But it did um but he did ask if there was anything that wasn't necessary. I was like, so if, the, if even if it's not sexual, is there anything that I'm that you're not that you don't feel comfortable telling me or you don't feel like you can talk with me about? And I said yes. And I was, and you said, and then you said, you said yes, but it's stupid. And you was, you, you looked like you were about to start shrinking again. And you was about to, like, not say it. And I was like, no. Whatever He's like, it try is, me. He's like, just let me know what is it. it. Because at this point, Mikey is really stressed. At least I'm assuming. This yeah. is why you looked. You look really stressed. I was. I was visibly stressed. And I was like, I don't. Again. And, and I'm just. just kind of, it went left from this whole email. And I'm just like. Am I about to lose it's my not life? This, but it's something. <laughs> He's like, it's something. Is it something that someone knows? You or that someone could like pick up and not like see? And I don't want to miss anything because he's a big like I don't want to miss. Yeah, anything. we talked. About, I was like, um, I was like, I never wanted you to be that like archetype, that cliche, like yeah. fifty sec, whatever housewife who's like at home and Miserable. the husband comes home and think he's doing great because he's like he's you know he's he's bringing home. The bacon and but they have like the sex postman. and turns over and he's satisfied and she's not and looking up at the ceiling thinking about her life you know yeah and I was like well there is something that I haven't told you yet but it and it's been on my shelf in my brain to bring up with you it just never felt like a right time to you so a few days ago well but y'all a lot of people don't know this and we were gonna say something publicly but we've only said something so far on Patreon and with our friends but Drew had a seizure last wednesday weekend before wednesday before last um drew had a febrile seizure is that how Mm -hmm. you pronounce it um she got really high she had a spike in temperature she went from like normal to 102 and seized 
And it did not look like how it looks on TV. She nope. just went. It was like someone froze her. And she was, her eyes were open. She was breathing, but she was not moving. And we were responsive. And we have like an in-depth version of that story. Um, a mini episode. It's gonna be. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah. So that was really scary and hard. She was not responsive for eight minutes. Yeah. And that was the week, Wednesday before last. And so that whole week and the weekend was awful and long. And mm-hmm. we were both tired. Mikey was also kind of coming down with something she's completely fine now back to normal she had an ear infection and she has four teeth growing in which is probably the reason uh, I why i think we should add more context so that wednesday when she had it um if you know if your child's been hospitalized or has a fever she can't go to daycare right um i left work early that wednesday night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um to come home i called and, him and i was like you need to come home now yeah so i was home with drew on thursday and friday i posted a lot of pictures and stuff about yeah you know, like just but that's why she was home Michelle. and then uh and i worked randy both worked days. both of those days um <laughs> because week, randy yeah. was saving her pto because we were supposed to be going on a trip i think we did mention new york uh, in a previous episode but we will not be going which nope. was Another realization that happened over that time, it was again just because I couldn't think of that time. A off. rough time. Yeah, I was really exhausted, but I really was trying to save hours and like do all this and also try not to micromanage your parenting. You know, you are her parent, you can stay home with her, you know. So, anyway, that was the whole thing. Either mm-hmm. way, we hadn't really like seen each other. <laughs> no, because when he's up, I'm out. He sleep. I'm up with Drew. And the first half of that week was different too. I, there was other stuff that like it was just I had one an of interview. Those... No, you didn't. No, it was something. There was something going on that week. It was a long. It was a long week. Y'all. It was a long week. So oh. either way, anyway, um, it was one of those weeks. I was really tired and down and scared and stressed about Drew and mm-hmm. all that. And Mikey comes up behind me. He squeezes my butt. It's like I miss you. And any other time, this probably would have been great. And I probably wouldn't feel any type of way about it. But that day just so happened. I was really exhausted. I was really sore. My shoulders were killing me. As y'all know, I'm back working out, trying to get healthy. And I was just tired and stressed. And that was not what I needed. But I didn't feel like I could say, Mike, please don't grab my butt right now. Can you just like rub my shoulder? Do something else that was more tender. said that. And I was confused. And before I I get confused... Like, usually confusion leads to some type of defensiveness. And I was like, before we get to that point, I need to listen more to what you're trying to say. Mm-hmm. And so, so I asked Randy why. So I didn't say anything because usually when I say something, mm-hmm. the narrative is, babe, you know, you know, when if I, if I move away or if I voice something, my key's response is, well, I'm married. You know, we're married. I want to be able to touch my wife. I'm a husband. You're a wife. You know, I want to be able to, like... It, you know, fulfill this fantasy that, or, you know, this expectation Not that he's had. like I have ownership over your body, but why? Can I touch Why you? can't I touch you? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I didn't want to, I didn't want, I just didn't, I did not have the emotional or mental stamina to have that conversation again. And so I didn't say Because anything. you felt like it was going to go in that direction. Yes. And so I didn't say anything. Um, so my thing was, I said, well, why don't you just say like, hey. Like, I understand you want to touch me, but I'm not in the mood. To, I just don't want my butt touched. Can you rub my shoulders? Like, and I, to that, I said, well, this also comes up a lot. When we're in a car, um, we usually hold hands or something, but sometimes we don't. And Mikey will tickle me or something. Like, you know, he'll 
like rub my thighs. I like rub her with like my fingers um, and like poke. Like I have this compulsion to like poke, poke just, and tickle. Yes. I and don't I know say, why. And I hate being tickled. I hate being tickled. And Randy is ticklish everywhere. I'm, I really am. I hate being tickled. And so I say, Mike, can you please stop? We've been doing this for 11 years. Say, Mike, please stop. You we just, were doing it when you were my sister. Like, can you just lay your hand there? He goes, well, I, you know, he'll either, he'll stop altogether and just not touch me. Or he'll be like, well, no, I want to, you know, this is that. I don't want to just lay my hand here. I want to tickle you. You know, I just want to move my hands. And so then it becomes, it's either allow me to touch you the way I want to or don't get touched at all. And so it feels like a punishment. Like, I can't, you know, you say that I can voice how I feel and voice who I am and say what I want, but the space is not really created for me to do that because I've seen from the actions that if I say, Hey, I'm not in the mood for this. Hey, please don't tickle me. You can do this instead. The punishment for speaking up, at least that's what it, like the interpretation I have, the punishment for speaking up is, well, you just don't get anything. And and so over time, I've just gotten quieter and quieter about things that I don't want, which is not safe or healthy. Yeah. And I also haven't communicated this. Yeah, we is, had we've, we've never talked about it. And I was like, um, and so I was just, you know, I was thinking of like, how can we address that? Because that, because like you said, like for the last 10 years, I have verbally, you know, vocalized like this is a space where you can do this. You, you have like safe, do this, this it's okay and but my actions have not um from your point of view my, have not followed uh, my actions have not give have not shown you that you can do any of those things or that you shouldn't because it's going to lead to like an argument or um or you just don't feel like it's going to be a positive experience so you just kind of eat it which yeah. is not safe or healthy as i've said and um so my response to that was you know well with that same uh that same situation instead of saying you know could you or would you do this instead and, and me saying no nah, that's not what i wanted to do tell me what you want instead of suggesting something else that i could do because if what i wanted you don't want but there is something else that you want i'm always down to give you what you want say hey you know i want you to touch me i just don't want to be tickled can you rub my shoulders or no or rub my shoulders you know like i was saying like like we can work on that because we have to start working towards creating that space um, through actions and not just talking about it. Right. And um, I mean, and f for both of us, we really would like to, I mean, I think a lot of people can ex experience it, experience this in their marriage, but for both of us, it, you know, I wish that I didn't have to say some things. I wish that Mike could look at me and see how tired I am and down I am. But to your point, it is difficult to, tell that sometimes i mm -hmm. you know and we talked about that part it was like so, so like, it's if not we have, always you know we've been disconnected all day um i've been at work or you've been at work and, and you know sometimes we'll text during the day and so we know where the other one is at like hey i'm having a long day hey i'm having a long day so when you get home i'm like okay she's had a long day let me do what i can for her to decompress like you know there's there's that versus you know we haven't been in touch most of the day but i haven't you didn't have the words to say hey i would like for you to check in with me and I didn't have, you know, there was, hasn't been the experience for me to be like, you know, hey, where are you at today before we like get into, you know, being married in a space? Um, and so you said, you know, just just checking in first, just saying, you know, like what type of space are you in? Because it is a case by case thing. I don't mind being touched. You know, um, do I always want to be groped? No. But I've all, but I've since our conversation, we refer to married. I've always internalized this expectation that you've you know, said that you've had 
when you entered a monogamous relationship, when you chose to be married, that you wanted this this type of wife. And then I told you last night that I don't always feel like the type of wife you said you wanted and the person you married are the same people. And it and it comes up in moments like being tickled or and not liking it and being groped and not wanting to be. And there hasn't been a time where I've seen otherwise, but this definitely would not have been a conversation we had unless this crazy ass email happened. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm happy that we had it, but also like, I think that it's, and, and, but I also think that we, what we said last night is like, we have to, we work really hard to not be like the marriages we've seen as kids the uh, the abusive side of it right and so we think that because we're not beating each other cussing each other out on facebook being stupid or cheating that we are healthy but there are other ways like this that is a slippery slippery slope into being unhealthy and damaging and abusive yeah. we talked about how there are th- those big obvious things aren't happening but there's a but there a whole bunch, a whole of, bunch of small things, things are yeah. you know are still impactful yeah. and um if, you, like, if yeah. you can look at us and say, hey, you know, for the last 10 years, I haven't felt comfortable even talking to you about this subject so that like something could change. Then I'm just like, damn. Like, this isn't the space that I want. This isn't how I want my marriage to be, where we feel like we can't talk to each other. And then then we realize, like, I have also been doing the same thing. Yeah. So like and then we realize, which I think the greater part, well, not greater, but like the, the, the like what can sum up is we both. And I think a lot of people can also relate love each other the way we want to be love. For instance, Mikey's really big on physical touch. Mm -hmm. So I get touched on all the time when that's really what he wants. I'm really big on talking Mm -hmm. and like tender touch. And I do that a lot. So Mikey's stressed out the infamous hand behind the neck, you know, letting him lay his head on my lap. Those type of things are what I turn to as opposed to I don't grab his butt. I don't grab his dick. Though he probably would like that, you know, but like we, and so really, working hard to practice loving each other the way that we want the way that the other person like wants to be loved. So mm-hmm. he wants to tickle me, but that's not what I want. I've never, I've, that's always been very clear. It's been very consistent. Just like the spelling of my name. It ain't changed. <laughs> it ain't changed. I love how you slip that so, in there. So, you know, that, that doesn't, hasn't changed about me. Same way you've always been big on physical touch and now affirmations, you know? And so, which hasn't changed about me. Right. And so really just focusing on doing that for the other as opposed to only doing the things we want to do because that's just not healthy. And so that's one thing that the emo did do. But outside of that, I... I'd like for you to clarify some things. So I have lots of thoughts and I know we were only supposed to do two. And so I'll try to like just sum it up into two. two. Well, one, I definitely feel like... (laughs) I'm so upset. <laughs> Randy, you don't have to sum it. I'm so upset. Don't like, narrow I'm, it down. It's okay. I'm, I'm upset. Why? Because in this same email, I mean, this email was really long, y'all. It was really long. And and there's just no real way to read it. Like, it's just too long. And so that's one thing. Not that we mind long emails, but like there was no way we could actually do an episode about the whole email. Mm-hmm. But, the you know, the rest of the email was their love story and... And then a like a, a then a reminder to be like, hey, don't forget what I said, type thing. And so I'm upset because in this same email, she wrote that she loves the podcast. She loves, you know, like she's, you know, she's happy for me, you, and Gruden Drew. And you can't be all about my family and my podcast, and also in the your same relationship, email, which you identify as monogamous, 
Um, that's not no. That's I don't care about that because that's 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 what it is. Like mm-hmm. I don't. That doesn't. You can't just be all about. You can't say that you love my family and like the work that we do, and also try to, and also try to like place yourself in in the middle of it, and also. So that's one. So I was very insulted and pissed off because. No, like I'm just I I, I was I just like the audacity. <laughs> I was just I was really just blown away. Like this is some crazy shit. That's one. I don't know if I'm like, OK, so it's OK. Also, I the clarification of. First of all, she mentions that <laughs> she mentions that it seemed like Mikey was trying to insert himself into my sexual experience. That is a threesome. That is a threesome. I'm not trying to have sex with a clone by myself. The, the point of the threesome is to have my husband involved. And which leads me to the takeaway that I wrote down is there's this sector of women and people who have realized, and she says this in her email, that they don't want to be married in the traditional sense, in quotes. They don't want, you know. They don't they want to be married. That. It's my they, takeaway. They want to have sexual experiences outside of their spouses and outside of their relationships because of oppression and white supremacy and male supremacy and all of these things and just being different and all of that. And that is not a desire in my heart. I do want, I want everything, but like within my marriage, I I don't want to be the 50s, 60s, 70s wife archetype that's hating sex and that's hating her marriage because she's miserable. Everything that I, I want, I, I want the healthy sex, the healthy communication, the passion all of that with you there is no one else like the fantasy isn't to leave my marriage and have this sexual experience outside of my marriage outside of my relationship and then come back to my marriage I think that's some bullshit and that's not what I want I want everything that I've ever stated with you Mm-hmm. Which is why we agreed that we not gonna do a threesome <laughs> because, because we that's just, what we like. We just, to. we just not we just not know people, and there are some people in monogamous relationships in quotes because we had a whole conversation about that in threesome. We did. That, it does not fit the definition of anyway. Mikey, go ahead. So, and so, and also, <laughs> I also feel like this came up with me and you after I listened to your indie. And you were saying how your goals, like you're doing all this stuff for me and Drew, right? And I was like, you know, I might call it what it is because a lot of the things that you're doing are for you. And like we'll benefit because we're with you and we're your family. But like your goals are like your goals. Yeah, we had like a, a um, deeper conversation. And so about that. I say to her and to anybody right. that's like thinking like this, it's like call it what it is. Don't twist the words that I've explicitly stated in the, in our podcast episodes and be like, or it sounds like Randy's unhappy with her sex life and, and wants a more sexual experiences outside of her marriage. That's you like, call it what it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe my, maybe the episode reminded you that it's what you want for yourself, Spark something in you. but that's not on me, you know, and that's not. And so I release like control of that and, and blame for that because that ain't what I said. And so we got to be listening. I've had to have recorded two different, like y'all, the stuff is, something is missing. And yeah, like I just, that's just not where I am. And so for anybody who wants to fuck me or have sex with me. Ooh, I didn't know where this was going. What? That's not my husband. Uh-huh. 
one, thank you. I'm expressing gratitude. <laughs> He's so cute. Two, stop it. Cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out. Because that's just not... That's not, that's that's, not what you're into? That's not no. What you're into? I want... I want the marriage that I dreamed about and I don't understand why the marriage that I dreamed about can't happen with you. I don't think that the grass is greener outside. And I know that we've talked a lot about Mikey's past and his whole phase because it's a lot of fun to talk about. And we've agreed that it's just something that we could talk about, but y'all I'm not as green as you may think. And so I have had enough experiences to know and to be sure that like, and to know that I am where I want to be and, it is very intentional. I made a very intentional decision to marry Mike and to be with him and to only have one sexual partner, you know, for the most part <laughs> in my life. Mm-hmm. What do you mean for the most part? We're not talking about that. It's because you just kind of glossed over it. And all I don't I'm know if our is, listeners know what you meant by that. All I'm saying is I'm not as green as I sound or y'all may think. I'm fine where I am. And what I'm really passionate about is creating the marriage that I want with you. Mm. I don't want to have sex with nobody else. Mm. Unless it's your clone. Unless it is my clone. Because gotcha. I know. Or unless we revisit this conversation later. We are not having a threesome. Decide that there's another woman. We are not having like a threesome. Gotcha. Sir. So you just deaden all people who might want to shoot their shot in the email. Moving I forward. think it's so disrespectful. And I don't know if her intention was to be disrespectful. I don't think so. But it was quite frankly the impact. And people have been listening to us for more than 70 episodes. We have to be 100 at this point. Um, you know, you listen to people. You start to, you know, you pick up on inside jokes. You you know their history. You've been there through you know, turmoil. We started this podcast in a much different space. Yeah. And how we're ending it this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's some familiarity there between like us and our listeners to like, I can understand that. Like I, I follow podcasts and if I ever met them in person, I'm going to act like I know them to a certain extent. Like I know that I don't. Well, they don't, but they don't know that I listen to them like they're part of my week, you know, yeah. like, so if I met them, I'm going to dap them up. I'm going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Like I'm a part of the jokes because I've been in the room with them, quote unquote, you know, since they started, mm-hmm. but they'll be looking at me like, the fuck is wrong with this nigga? Like, right. We don't know you, but I know everything because I listen, you know, so. Yeah, but there's no way to really get out everything in an hour or an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And so, and like I said, these things are, we have meetings about this. So we have to like scale this down to be able to tell a story, yeah. you know, and to get content out to y'all so that you're not listening. You know, Joe Budden do it all the time. But we don't got time for three hour podcast episodes because we, we do all podcasts. our work. You know, so like he got an engineer. We don't, we are our engineer and ain't nobody got time to sit and edit three hours. Mm -hmm. So we don't do a three hour episode. That would Um, be crazy. What if we did one three three hour episode a month? That's no, (laughs) no, no. no. Anyway, what was your takeaway? Uh, Well, one of my takeaways, this was just more important. It just kind of goes back to, uh, actually I had a a goofy one and then I had a real one. I'll just keep it serious. Um, One of mine was, that uh, creating a safe space for each other means more than just saying it. Yeah. Um, small, frequent actions make the difference. It took small, frequent incidences to get you in a space where you didn't feel like you could communicate in a way where I've been expressing vocally that you could, which mm-hmm. made me sad. And I was just like, so now we have to do the work to kind of repair that. 
which means there needs to be more small, frequent instances of it actually going well mm-hmm. in where, you know, in a way where we've communicated and you feel, uh, you feel that it actually went in a kind you know, in a positive direction, like you were heard, you were felt, or, um, and vice versa for it to like be repaired. Like I think that if you cause damage, it should take the same amount of time that it took for you to cause it for you to fix it at minimum. Um, so that, that was one of my takeaways. And I, I, I want you to be able to feel comfortable around your husband enough to be able to say, Hey, this bothered me. And then when I have a conversation back with you, it doesn't turn into you feeling bad about saying something bothered you. Mm-hmm. Cause that's not okay. I agree. What about you? I said about two takeaways. What was your second one? You're supposed to split them. Oh, well, okay. I had a lot. I mean, I don't even know if I have any more. Let, let me see. Um, uh, <laughs> this, I, I just, I, I also realize that I have to like, I cannot control how people interpret these episodes. You have no control over anything. I have no control over anything. What you talk about? Except myself and how mm-hmm. I react. And I think I was just, I'm really just upset that I, I feel like I put myself in a situation. <laughs> but Ow. I know that that's not necessarily logical. Like I can't, like it goes back to, I can't control how this person has interpreted my, the episodes. Especially when I know I was in two different places Threesome or nah, we were recording in bulk the first five episodes. I wasn't pregnant. We had just miscarried. I'm literally not the same person. You know, <laughs> I'm literally not the same person. Okay. As I was last year. And I just, I just, this is like, a, this has been a test for me to still like produce content and put it out there in the ether. <laughs> no, Matt, like, you know, you. like, cause I just, Cause my initial reaction was like, "Well, that's the podcast." Cause ain't no way. Mm. I, like we really, we we have made it very clear that we really want relationship with our listeners. We want to be able to communicate. We want mm-hmm. all to email, leave voicemails, send your stories. I think this is an important part of that. Like again, there's because like we're, we're talking people to too. our listeners. We right have now, like yeah. we ain't all together. Shit, I just listened to Kadeen and DeVal's podcast. I'm trying to find a marriage podcast, too. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. I need help, too. Like, we are only four years in in April. Like, we just... <sighs> but this is, like, just the con of, like... Or for me, this has just been... I felt like it kind of just tainted my my intentions for my part in the podcast, this oh. email. It just made me feel very dirty. Because someone like, saw something that that was sparked within themselves and it was like huh maybe this is what she's saying and also there's the process the aspect of somebody else wanting to fuck me that Which, just- i know that blows your mind <laughs> that was my other takeaway i was like, I was like look, what the bigger thing is that it's been I confirmed that my wife getting- know that people are into her i just knew you get the first email or something like this dm no, or something like gonna talk to me don't nobody want me but you which we talk about all the time and okay. i tell you mad people want you they just never say anything and the one time somebody <laughs> say something i've been saying this for years the one time i said something when somebody say something it's gonna throw you off and it happened <sighs> And Ebony's like, I'm getting sick of you thinking there's just one way to be sexy. So whatever I'm doing, I'm just what drinking my water. I'm just moisturizing. I'm just Wait, minding my business. Said? I'm in the gym sometimes. I ain't bothering nobody. Just bad. You did put out some gym videos working out. <sighs> it was a boomerang. Mm. 
on my page. Didn't matter. Anyway. You out here looking hot. So, like, just realizing that, I guess I'm real. It, it makes me feel hyper visible. And, like, I have to just get you over are. that because that's just the part of, that's just the part of being, like, what did I think, Grandy? I didn't think that, I didn't think that this would happen. You know, it's never what you're worried about. Mm-hmm. We always worried about losing Patreon members or people hating the content. But it never occurred to me that someone would email us this and, like, spark this conversation. That's crazy. She ain't even, like, try to propose a threesome, though. She was like, nah, let me I want to fuck you. <laughs> that's your husband. And then I that mean, also just, made me feel like, damn, like, I really am not desirable out here. Mikey, like, it's, 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 I got one person that's into me most of the time. That's not. We okay. just had a whole snippet about head energy. So, look, so the point that I'm making is, I was like, damn. I was like, it's great. Because Randy deserves that energy. Because no, you're fine. You I do. You I deserve don't. people to be into you. I mean, that's everybody fine. wants someone to be into their part. Remember everybody. But you can. Yeah, you don't want to be with somebody with nobody won't. Basically, you know. <laughs> like, but you nah, are. You, can have you with a... somebody that nobody won't. <laughs> That's not true. I'm good. Your email coming? Maybe not at the episode. No He's probably sending somebody draft. Ain't no email coming. If you got a draft, if you if you was planning on hitting already, I don't want this to discourage you, Mikey. That's not okay. <laughs> don't be pimping me out. <laughs> what is your second takeaway? <laughs> Never pimp you What's out. your second takeaway? Did I ever tell you what I tried in high school? Mikey, please don't tell me these things on the mic. That's fine. Just Let's talk about it. What's your mic. second takeaway? My second takeaway was that um I just love our listeners. No bullshit. I was like, cause you cause that was an essay. That was an essay. It was a ten page essay. It was long. <laughs> of um breakdowns of some episodes, how it made you feel, the type of impact that it has. Like that type of stuff is it's it's genuine, it's real. Like I actually appreciate the people who take the time out to like to say something um you know we weren't this wasn't supposed to be a big thing this no was just two of us talking i had the blog into, and everybody was like y'all need to do a podcast y'all should talk we'd like to hear y'all talk and then <laughs> so now i don't know like you like even when we have conversations like this like you and i if we clash we can we still you know even in clashing we come together we're together we're a unit there's still love there. And I think that same thing applies for like now these people who we've kind of like welcome into our space. Like even if we clash with y'all, like not with this situation specifically, like if we was to cut some motherfucker out together, we still gonna come back and be like, yeah, but you family, check us out on Patreon, www.patreon.com slash black money. You know, like it's gonna be, it's just kind of, it's, I don't know. I kind I like that we, that people feel open enough to share with us, no matter what it is that they share. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not easy, just like you said, to, write half this shit yeah um we've gotten in-depth shit like my dad left too me and my husband going through something i just found out she was cheating yeah. I, like you know like it's so it's 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 nice to be that space where people feel open to doing it i just think that you know like we have to be responsible in how we like approach it we gotta create um, some boundaries you think you think that i think that every relationship needs boundaries even ours even the ones with our parents even ones you people you like, you need boundaries. So your boundary moving forward is that you don't want no more. Don't nobody email me about having sex with me. But I thought that I think that'd be interesting to read. No, you wouldn't. Wanna? I just think it's really all. Let me just be really clear. Mm-hmm. My intention for my life is to be with you and to be with my family. So they should come at it from that angle. Like, hey, I want to be a polyant with a part of your family. Paul like, Chapman, I need to. I'm being serious. Okay. That stuff to me is like, you trying to fuck with my family, and I do not play about you or Drew. 
or Groot when he acting right. You know, I just, I'm very serious about y'all. And that isn't flattering to me. That's disrespectful. Like, don't, it's not, I'm not flattered. Oh, okay. I'm not. Okay. I'm not flattered. I know you probably into this. But I'm not. I'm into kinky shit. I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, on the other hand, do think it's flattering. I also think it's hilarious because you have no chance. But, you know, stuff like that. I don't think it's flattering. Like, all, I'm see- all I see, when I read stuff like that, I'm like, oh, you trying to fuck with my family. Like, you trying to, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We work too hard. We've been through too much. Like, I'm trying to, my goal is for this to be good. Like, I don't think the grass is greener I'll anywhere else. Right. I think that, like. I know. We are responsible for our grass, for our castle, for our legacy. And I think it's fine to tell somebody they're beautiful, they're handsome. People do it all the time. That's fine. Yeah, and then you jokingly slip in, if y'all gave me a chance, ha, 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 ha. Emojis. Mikey. (laughs) I'm serious. I think it's fine to compliment somebody. Okay. But to outright be like, I want to fuck you, get your husband's... Nigga, what? But it's not the first time you've heard that within the last couple years. What? Did somebody else uh, come at you with a similar name? <laughs> yeah. Why are you so motherfucking that trifling? I, that happened. You see how niggas keep coming at you? She wasn't saying Randy. she just wanted to have sex with me. She wanted, it would have been a quadruple. What is it? It would have been all the four what, of us. They were trying to swing? <laughs> Young. It ain't never like a Idris though. Can like it ain't ever like Sterling Brown. Which also says something. Like I <sighs> Oh, is that who you want? All I'm saying Randy? is Wow. It ain't never what right now. That's oh man, it hurt. What I'm saying is, no is that I I don't I think it's fine to compliment somebody, but I feel like it was more just like I don't want that. I don't want it. I really just want my family. I want a healthy family. I want the family I didn't have growing up. And I had, I mean, I have a great family, you know, but like in terms of the nuclear family, it wasn't healthy, you know, which is why she left. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like, it was why she, she packed us up and left because, you know, my mom also realized it wasn't healthy and I don't want to, I just want the opposite of that, you know? And, and that also means recognizing in a lot of ways we're still unhealthy, you know? And I think that, people are trying to distract me from my goal <laughs> and that is just to have my really? family like this is a distraction i'm not i will i am decided you know that's it that's where i am so you're just not entertaining the distractions no okay that's the beauty of being introspective i already know what i want i'm not confused about who i am and about what i want for my family and for myself and my family i don't hate being married i don't feel i don't feel trapped Robbed of i don't experiences feel and- robbed i have really great sex i don't know why i gotta go out and see if i can have really great more like why 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 <laughs> and i also think and that. i also think that in a lot of cases I'm not saying that i have any but in general fantasies should remain fantasies because you have fantasies and, and they should for instance we fantasize a lot about having a child we never think about her having a seizure we never think about her having a dislocated leg mm-hmm. we're thinking about her watching our favorite movies and growing up not abused, yeah, unmolested. Mad successful We're thinking about you know taking care of her parents. Yes, getting us out of poverty. <laughs> <laughs> We're Serena not thinking Williams. about the real shit, the mm-hmm. loneliness, the boredom, the staying up all night, the being confused about what she wants, the fevers. Like some shit need to stay fantasies. Yeah, being kicked because in the jaw in the middle of the night. Say you fuck me, okay? Now I gotta kill everybody. You know, like no, like what? something. I'm just saying something ain't <laughs> something. 
now can't nobody ever find you. That's extreme. But like, all I'm saying is something just shouldn't be, something should remain fiction. Something should stay in people's heads and then they draft boxes. But that's boring. If I'm being complete, I, you make a very good point, but I'm just not for the sake of playing devil's advocate, but because I just remember when I was younger that this is where my mind was. I was like, I don't want to look back and be like, I missed out on something. Mm-hmm. So I did everything. How do you feel I, about that? I feel blessed to not have nothing. What do you mean? I've been ST. Oh, you mean, since oh, you mean like, yeah, like I'm just, I'm <laughs> sexual serious. diseases. Like just, uh, yeah, because you was out here frolicking in Atlanta. I was all, not I mean, you were everywhere. I was everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was, Chicago, I was like, living <laughs> in Chicago. Did I? Nah, she was from Chicago. Anyway. Paul. So I'm so I'm saying like now it's called FOMO. Fear of missing out? Yeah. I don't have that fear of my family. And that's what I'm saying. I but, don't but but it's a it is a normal I think it's a millennial thing, especially like you don't want to miss out on anything, so you just you go do shit. And there are consequences to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I ran into mad consequences. I was fighting niggas, I'm pregnancy scares, got I had mad anxiety for a whole bunch of things. I just made terrible decisions. I'm stealing cars. I'm just, I'm risking my life across state lines. Like, it's just, I think that there's something in people that sometimes, you know, like, I don't, like, I think that, like, shooting your shot, you know, just became a thing. Like, I should make an attempt. Because you never know. You never know what might happen if you were, like, try that. There's this person who I've been listening to. She pretty. I don't really fuck with her husband, but maybe I could like, you know, sound like maybe she might be interested in this experience. So, you know, you put yourself out there, you try, you shoot your shot. I mean, and you know, I'm not necessarily like, oh, I hate this girl. I'm upset. I'm more just like, I just, if it's not clear, let's be clear. Like that's not. So to be clear, if there was ever a threesome, you, I am, Mikey, I am a part of it. The third person is who is we are inviting a, in. Was the that whole is what point a threesome is? I'm yes. just too, that's not that's not always what it is. Yes, yes. And to be clear, oh you God. actually enjoy your sexual experiences with your husband. Yes, I would just like to work on the other ones, the, the other types of experiences. Non okay. The non-sexual. We have great sex. I think we are very safe. I feel very safe with you. To be clear, you do not feel like a stifled woman who is not allowed to live life. Not in bed. You do not have any sexual FOMO. No. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. This is a safe space. Well, you know, I really want a whip or something. I've told you that I I'm need like a little strap or something. But well, you, she was you like, got one. Which, which, which I don't know where it's at. What are you talking? You know, the little whip. Where that whip is but in you made room. me not hang up. I it's had it hanging up by Randy the door. had the whip hanging by the keys, <laughs> by the entrance. Like, nigga, you like, think this is smart? Like, <laughs> this it's a leather Brandon whip. I was like, Randy, He's like, put his shirt put on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's next to the handcuffs. Anyway. <gasps> oh, I'm with all that shit. But, like, I think, uh, but you got to also have the outfits to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, you, exactly. No. I need fishnets and leather. If you Why go, do you, you need fish? It's hot. Fish okay, nets we're not having is nets. What do you it's mean? Not. It's hot. Leather. It's hot. The leather is only supposed to be in key strategic places. It's not supposed to be the full. I ain't asked you to wear a gimp suit. Mikey, that's nasty. Like just leather pasties gimp suits just, and then fishnet everything else. They make me else. feel like someone's dying. What, being inside a giant black condom? Ever since we watched, you made me watch <laughs> Pulp Fiction, I haven't been right. And serious? then American Horror Story put one in their episodes. So if anyone is right. not familiar with the movie Pulp Fiction, there don't, is a scene where it. Bruce Willis and uh, Ving Rhames, not Ving Rhames, 
Is it Ving Rhames? I don't know what his name is, I but his name. I love him um, as an actor. And they were uh they were held hostage. Held hostage by some white supremacists, uh and they were like about to rape them. One of them were one of them raped. did get raped. And then there was like a random dude inside a box with a gimp suit. It was It was It's one of my favorite movies. It was my first time seeing it after first year of marriage and And I was like, Why have you not seen this movie? Because the Holy Spirit was protecting me and Pulp Fiction is a classic. It, it was Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames, yeah. Love Ving yeah. Rhames. Um, and so, yeah, gimp suits. So anyway, no, not that. So no to the leather and the fishnet. Let's talk about this another episode. Done. Because I want to get y'all, y'all don't know how to act. We ain't talking about sex <laughs> no more. <laughs> y'all don't know how to act, so we can't, we can't talk about sex no more. Um, what are you talking about? All right. <sighs> Babe, anything else? No, nigga. <laughs> All right. So engagement. What What do y'all think? What do y'all think about this email? The did part we go that you've heard. Far? But what is this? Was this? What did we dive too deep into this? What into what? the email? Yeah, or oh. into just no. Like, should we just write this off? Is this just a joke? Mm-hmm. Or is, is Randy right to shut down all comers of anybody who wants to hit on her? This is not. This doesn't feel like a hit on. It's like there's a difference between somebody walking through the park a lot, leaving Publix, making eye contact with someone like, hey, you're really pretty. Have a good day. No one does that. That happens to me. Of course. Well, because you get hit on a lot. That's being hit so on. So what I'm saying is there's a difference between that and, and an then somebody coming up to you, grabbing your ass, you don't know, pulling no, you, assault. trying to kiss you. I feel assaulted. Through the email. I just feel like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even being funny like this. I'm that sorry. feels like two different experiences. It's not like a, hey, just want to let y'all know I love y'all. Y'all are beautiful already. You're beautiful. That did. You know? that, was, that was a part of it. No, it wasn't. And then it ended with. And then she just spelled my you'll name have me, right the whole email. If you'll have me, Randi. It feels like two different experiences. This does not feel like when we get complimented individually, you know, or online. And I just feel really, and you seem like just looking on your face, what? You don't think it's that big a deal? You just don't? What? I don't, not that it's not a big deal. If it bothers you, if it's a big deal to you, then it's a big deal. It seemed I like just, it bothered you last night. It bothered for the reasons that I brought up. Not because the person tried to reach out to you, but because because of the concept of, is there something that I'm missing? Like, even if it wasn't that, is there something that it is that you do desire that I may not be fulfilling for you? And if that's the case, let's talk about it. If no. you don't feel comfortable. So it didn't bother you, know? you that somebody said they want to have sex with me? No. Hmm. I want to have sex with you every day. Paul. No, I'm, this is, this, I'm explaining my thought process. Seriously. Okay. okay. It doesn't shock me that someone might want to have sex with you. I wasn't shocked that even somebody like hit on you because people do it all the time. I watch people look at you every day and you don't see it because you don't look at yourself in that way. But every single day when we out, people will eye you because you're a really pretty dark skinned girl with locks. You have a really nice face and you got a really nice body. They Thank look you. at you. They scan you. It's not. I, it happens. For me, it was more like, hey, I want to fuck you. I'm sending this to your joint email. Love your family, your daughter. Yeah, because your husband and your daughter. I'm, I just felt really like. Baby, people who are not in a monogamous relationship, there are people who will respond to that with, with and be open to it. It's not even that because I'm in a monogamous relationship. I think because that's just like, a, for me, that's a given. I don't need to say that. I just feel Sometimes like, you do because not everybody's marriage is a monogamous marriage. I mean, okay. 
That's okay. what I'm saying. Like in this day and age, that's it's, a- for me. It felt more like disrespectful towards my family and towards like my intention for my family, and so that's why I'm not into it. Absolutely, it's, it's not just sense. like, hey, I'm into you. I want to have sex with you. That's why I said thank you. I want to show you gratitude. That's great. I appreciate it. I don't take that lightly. Secondly, that ain't where I am. Like I get it. I'm just saying. Sometimes people are just real sexy. You just want to be like, I want to have sex with you, but you will never catch me in Rihanna's DMs actually saying those words. Sometimes shit, you gotta keep in your head. Something should be fiction and fantasy. You right? <sighs> okay. Also, I'm gonna put a poll on uh, Instagram. Would you hit on Randy? Yes or no? Don't put that. If out it there. meant that she might be interested. No. Why are you making this a joke? No, I'm serious. Why? Because. Because what? Just like out of curiosity. I'm your wife. Like, Why does it matter? We don't need nobody to vote on that. <laughs> I just want to. I want you to. I honestly just kind of want you to see numbers. I, I want you to. But I, I. It's not that I don't believe you. Okay. I'm. I don't. You do need, act like there's like there's disbelief in your eyes. I most mean, of the time I, I like th- I'm. I'm. This the email threw me off. You're right. I am mm-hmm. in disbelief in a lot of ways. But like I'm not. Okay, people are into me. That's great. But I don't need to like. Like if you had a rough number, like damn, there's like I don't 60 need people to. that would have if you was open to it. I don't. No, no? I don't okay. need it. Do you want to put a poll for yourself since you feel like no, no one wants you? I'm serious. I only want you, so I'm good. Mikey. I'm good. I'm actually good within myself. Are you? Yeah. Why you look to the left and the right? Because I am. Okay. I just want you to see me. Mikey. Okay. I feel like there's something else. You keep saying there's Jesus something. Jesus Christ. Don't Jesus Christ me. We've talked about this. Are you upset with how no, I feel about the email? I'm not. We've talked about once we've like said that like we have to start actively practicing that. Okay. This right. is one of those times. Okay. All right, Patreon. So the Black Women Marriage Patreon features additional content like my blog post about being a wife, mom, woman, and writer, Mikey's Mikey's Daddy Journals, additional mini bonus episodes, early access to what's going on with our family, unedited episodes exclusive slash early access pictures production notes and more if this sounds like something you might be into you can join for as little as three dollars a month patreon is a platform for creators to basically get paid for their work and so we provide extra exclusive content for your investment and we really appreciate it we've had some people stand strong with us since we launched our patreon last Mm -hmm, february mm -hmm. or this february and um it's been great. And, and we're excited to highlight them on next episode. Yes, we will. We will be having a special highlight on them for our last episode of this month and season, this year. year. And this season. Decade. Uh, check us out on patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. That's www.patreon.com slash black millennial marriage. If you can't join for as little as $3 a month, you can always send us Amazon gift cards because we love those. And we really need to update our podcast equipment and things and that's where we were more than likely be getting our stuff yeah in the first quarter of next year updates are coming um, yeah and where can they send those gift cards randy what email blackmailmare at gmail.com b-l-a-c-k-m-i-l-m-a-r at gmail.com again we read those emails as you can see so yep. <laughs> and i do know that there are some people i have to respond to i think there are like two three people but we haven't forgotten y'all um and i will respond before our next episode all right all right fight or flight here go all right what's your fight i don't actually have like a big fight today it's just okay. something small uh 
it's that time of year. You know how Christmas goes. Mm-hmm. Um, historically, it's about, you know, getting gifts, making sure the person that you love is showered with uh, things. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, consumerism, Jesus' birthday, white guy breaking into houses, all that stuff. Right? Okay. Um, this year, however, you know, I wasn't able to get a whole bunch of things. Normally, like, my thing is to, you know, hit Randy from multiple angles. Mm-hmm. Um, attack everything she's ever mentioned over the year and be like, boom. This year, I wasn't able to do that. But you, for some reason, keep receiving gifts in the mail and stuff from Amazon. And so my fight well, with you is, why are you giving me so much stuff this year? Well, it's actually not that much stuff. Um, It was stuff that I had budgeted for until we realized that money was going to look different. And so I did stop. There's one more thing I wanted to get you. But for the most part, I think I did get you the things that I thought you wanted. Um, Yeah. So the, the, the answer is because I had planned to do so because we had talked about a budget and it's not even on a large budget compared to like what we used to do. But um, last year, I didn't get to get you anything. I don't know what we did last year. I don't know what I did last year for your birthday because I didn't have anything. So it's really important to me to get you something because I know this has been a year of deprivation of deprivation. And so I didn't want you to feel deprived on Christmas, but a lot of those, the last box you see from Amazon, there is nothing else coming for you. Well, there's one more thing coming for you from Amazon, but the other box for that, um, it's Drew's Christmas gifts, but Mm -hmm. I forgot to change the name to us when we ordered it because I have been on there lately. But there's just one more thing coming, and I think you'll be fine. Well, see, that's that's just sweet. I can't really. I mean, I just. Thank you. You don't really, you haven't really, we don't, <laughs> we're not poor because we're like, <laughs> we buy things. Mm-hmm. Um, we're poor because we pay bills, and and we insist on paying them on time, and like, we pay late fees and dumb shit that normal people don't do. Apparently, people just be letting shit rat up and add up and like. They just do other the opposite. So maybe we should start living like that because then maybe we'd be happier. But this year you didn't really get a we lot of things be. you want. Mm. You got a lot of things you wanted. So I'm just in this. I don't think this is even big stuff, but I do think that it's things that you want. And so I just wanted to give you some things you wanted. And I have this capitalist holiday to do that. <laughs> so why not? That was a good fight. All right. That was a good fight, actually. I, I don't. I can't. <laughs> uh, you win. Thanks. So I, f- I, flee- I flew. You fought I- and won. No, I fought. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did fight. I fight. All right. All right. PDA. You first. Um, well, I mean, I guess it's two part. One, I wanted to thank you because we hadn't done an episode since Drew's seizure. But just thank you for being a parent. And staying with her those two days. Um, thankfully, you did not have to work Thursday and Friday. Um, but, you know, just being daddy, being on daddy duty and keeping Drew cool and 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 safe. And she slept a lot because she was tired, brain overworked and just really holding it down while I had to go to work. Really feeling those woes of working mom when things like this happen. And so. Thank you for that. And also thank you for last night. It was a great conversation, an emotional one, an emotional one, 
but a necessary one that you did provide the space to have. I know we have to get better with communication a lot of parts with these subtle things that can actually be very damaging and bad over time, especially for as long as we've been together. Like these aren't, these are the type of things that 20 years down the road, you begin divorced about because you never said anything or I never said anything. And so, and that also came up in the email really quickly. Like she was like, I thought it was bold of you to say we're not above getting a divorce. And I don't think we are in terms of one thing my mom has always told me is like, don't ever assume it can't happen to you. So I take stuff like that very seriously. Like, I don't think that we are above getting a divorce. I don't think that we're above being abusive to each other. I don't think we're above being unhealthy, which is why you have to work. Meaning very like you don't think it's impossible for those things to happen. Yes. Like I don't, right. Like I don't ever want to assume that we're so good that we start taking each other for granted and start allowing things to letting things go that we really don't want to let go. And not in terms of like compromising, choosing your battles, more just like, is this really impacting you? Is this in some way dangerous? You know, so that's what I meant. Like, I think that we have to be vigilant, even though we are good. You know, I just think that's smart to be vigilant about your relationship, all your relationships, not just romantic, but your friendships and things. But, you know, that's just me. So thank you. How about you? Well, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Um, it's two things as well. Just following up on that conversation. Um, I, I The conversation started with me saying, uh, try me. And yeah. it started with me saying, try me. And I really just wanted you to trust that I would be open in the way that you need me to or receptive in the way that you need me to be. And you you did let me. Um, I think we just we've been doing this for a while. And you the, sometimes you just kind of keep doing things based off habit. Mm-hmm. And that's not always healthy because your habits may remain the same, but things around you change. And as things around us change and so do, you know, so do those habits. And we don't want to get stagnant or stale. And I don't want to ever think that I have you 100% figured out, even if I know you. Um, so I, I don't want to walk into any situations moving forward, assuming that I know how you're going to respond and vice versa. I just want us to continue keeping that open dialogue. And I want you to be able to say, you know, when something is bothering you and us have a conversation and you feel like you can be honest. I think that the conversation last night was was a good one. And I'm really glad that you you helped create the space for that to happen. Um, that was one. And two, uh, last week we had some really great sex and we didn't really talk about it, but I've been thinking about it for the past week. Before Drew got mm-hmm. sick? Yep, yep. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. We did. Good times. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, just want to repeat. <laughs> you can, as soon as this breakfast show start back up. <laughs> we don't do anything on placebo week. Um, Oh, I, mean, I got to follow up with you about the male birth control thing. Are you going to I think it? I told you about it. Oh, no. Yeah, you did. Not this one, no. No, I mean, birth control is awful, but, you know, family planning. So. I just don't think a dick shot should last oh, 13 no. years of you not being able to have a child. I, I don't, it's just 13. weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. They trying to sterilize y'all. That's what it sounds like. That's sterilization. And like, did, who did y'all try it on 13 years ago to test this out and see if it was oh, going to work? No. That's not <laughs> okay. That's just me. Okay, so y'all, that's the end of our episode. Please let us know what you thought about it, um, what you thought about the email, if you thought that either our reactions were too big, too small. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, God damn it? Somebody, email us, but let me tell you something. Email. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, man? Email us about sex propositions. 
Y'all still allowed to compliment us and our family. <laughs> I'm just saying, just, I don't, I don't. You're setting the, the boundary, I get it. The boundary is, this is my boundary. You may think it's too much, but like my boundary is, don't tell me you want to have sex with me when I'm married. Wait till Mikey fuck up enough we do divorce, then you can tell me. Nah, there's a meme about that. Don't try to hit on my girl when we going through some shit. I'll kill you. After. Did you see that meme? No, I didn't. It's true. Jesus. All right, <laughs> y'all. Baby, got anything else you want to add? Um, No. Uh, just to be clear, my wife likes me, so you can't have her. As always, be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. I dig it, I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. You dig it, I dig it, I dig it, I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it. I got no upper, but none above it. I focus on what the funk is, don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping time.